is our personal tool to keep us at our best and realize self-esteem. The mind, body, and immune system work together to help us make the right choices and to reach our purpose and potential. Welcome to Illuminating Now, Lindsay's Life Secrets. Lindsay and her guests are the go-to experts when it comes to relationships, sexuality, parenting, and wellness. We're here to enlighten and inform you. Now, here is your host, Lindsay Levinson. Hi, I am your host, Lindsay Levinson, and here we are on Illuminating Now, Lindsay's Life Secrets. We're on voiceamerica.com, and we are on the Variety Channel. Thank you for joining. I always thank you because I really appreciate you, and there has been a real camaraderie built and a real collective group of people wanting to share, and that's just so wonderful, and I think we all keep getting smarter from doing so. I will ask you, as I do, please follow us on Illuminating Now. That's just one word, Illuminating Now. That's our Facebook page. And there'll be a couple breaks on this show, so maybe pop over and like our page. That would be wonderful. And Twitter is at sign Illuminating Now. And you could follow us. I often bring up qualityforlifecoaching.com. That's four words, quality for life coaching, no spaces, all one word, before .com is the URL to be plugged in. That is my website. I've told you to go there. Look at what I talk about. See if anything you might need help with. I want to put a little more focus on that today just to say I would be glad to do a complimentary consult with you. And we can work locally. I have couches and blankies and all kinds of fun stuff in the office. But I can absolutely work with you on Skype or even by phone and help you through anything you might be going through, whether we've covered it on the show or not. Sexuality. Is that an issue for you? Do you have confusion, concerns? Are you keeping any secrets about anything? And and are they haunting you, your life? Do you have challenges with maybe addiction and a fine line between whether you're calling it addiction? Are you getting thrown curves as parents? Because I'm not sure there are any parents that don't get thrown curves, but could you use some help on figuring out a way to preserve parenthood while preserving the self-esteem of your children? Might you be going through depression? Or might you just want more self-esteem for yourself, feel stronger, more empowered, know who you are, know your identity? And certainly relationship struggles. I think this could be with our partner. It's with parents and children. It's with teachers and students. It's our colleagues. It's our bosses. It's our neighbors. It's our friends. We have relationships. That's what life is. And so we're probably going to have some struggles. I can help you. I can help you. I'm actually a creative strategist and an integrative health creative strategist. So I know lots of ways to work with lots of things and help you get to the place you want to be. You can write me on the website, qualityforlifecoaching.com, or you can just write my email. And both are personal and confidential. My email, as you hear on the breaks and advertised, is lindsay, L-I-N-Z-I, 244, at net. I hope that some of you have been able to see, but if you haven't, I'd love to share with you that a press release went out this week, and so that was really exciting. Voice America has secured me on a contract to continue here and to be part of this show, and the series goes on, and that has everything to do with you, the listeners, you, the listeners who have chosen to make the numbers high and the statistics look great because you're interested and you listen to shows and you stay on the line through the whole thing, and that matters. So thank you for that. 
And I will appreciate you once again. Thanks for following Facebook and Twitter. We on Facebook have had articles that um, really provoke some deep thought. Last week we had Louis Bernstein on. He helped us have a perspective on relationship that we wouldn't have otherwise seen. And perspectives are gifts, right? They help us see things and know things and look at things and consider things that maybe we wouldn't have. And then we can kind of take it in and see how it applies to our life. On one of our Facebook threads prior to Louie coming onto the show was about infidelity. Could you forgive? Could you stay? Many of you answered in a way that was really connected and emotional and plugged in quite a bit to forgiveness and or anger. So we only read two winners last time. And I want to continue on because there are many. Today's going to be a really cool and unique show. And let me tell you why. I have guests on these shows, as you know, if you've been listening, I have many lined up for the next 13 weeks. I even have a waiting list, but I'm going to talk to you alone today. I want to talk to you, and what I want this show is what I'm going to call the people's voice. I believe my greatest gift I can bring to you in having a show isn't all about my expertise, although I have some. It's about sharing lots of people's passion and lots of people's expertise, which are the guests. And today, it's the answers that you gave to questions, which are you, the listeners. And each one of you has your own passion and expertise. So the People's Voice is going to be a show about reading answers and talking about what we think. So answers regarding the infidelity question and forgiveness and the anger question, because it talked about how would you handle an angry situation or would you intervene or... What if it was elderly or children? You know, there were different pieces of it, but all of it mattered and you answered. I want to tell you on this show in the next hour, I'm also going to give you some basic data on suppressing anger. Is that good? Should you do that? Would that make you sick? So we want to address that a little bit. And anger also connected to, do you feel like a victim? Do you have to? Is there a way in a moment of anger that someone's throwing on you, you could actually feel empowered, and not with a strategy that includes knocking them down with bigger anger. So um, I'm going to read some quotes from a book that is so precious to me. This book is called Forgiveness. And you might want to take down a note. It's called Forgiveness, Wisdom from Around the World. Jillian Stokes put this together, but I think it's very applicable. Wisdom from around the world. That's what we're doing here on this show. We're sharing wisdom with each other and for each other around the world. So this book while it has lots of writings as well as quotes, there are some quotes that I have never let go of. I read them to my clients in session. I think they're so powerful. So I wanted to just kind of give you a feel of the next hour, talking about the people's voice, reading amazing and deep answers of people who have contributed something on Facebook. There will be a Lindsay Live secret or two. Stay tuned throughout the show because things do pop in when they do and quite often... I have mastered it to throw a few in at the end, maybe a little bit on purpose, but I I love when you listen and I think it's healthy to gather all the information you can. And also to keep looking at the Facebook questions because they are continuing. We have education, we have a question on leadership, but it's important to see what you think. So it's becoming kind of our ritual here together on Illuminating Now, Lindsay's Life Secrets, and Facebook, and your participation, and this is how we are going to grow our intelligence. 
So I want to ask that you continue exactly how you have been and a little bit more if you're interested. If you do stop by our Facebook page, and there'll be a couple of breaks on this show, I would love it if you'd go to Illuminating Now, all one word, and like our page. And certainly add content, add anything that you'd like to say, because we're interested. And if you'd like to follow us on Twitter, that's just at sign, Illuminating Now. I want to, so I don't run out of time, because I find sometimes that can be a challenge, I want to talk about next week's guest. This is Suzanne Ross. And I met Suzanne recently. I hadn't picked her based on what she was doing. I sort of found her in the world and asked if she'd be on my show. And I even asked if she'd do a two-part series. She's a truly brilliant woman. She has a heart that is just full of compassion and wonder and truth. She's a very curious woman. We have this in common. She's creating workshops and writing books. And she intends to help lead so many of us can learn from this. She was and is currently a fitness trainer and works with wellness professionals, but she wants to get them certified as an evolutionary wellness specialist. So she has the belief that we are eternal souls and we're on an evolutionary path that leads to the physical, mental, and spiritual progression of our being. So Suzanne believes that, you know, as, as adults and as people, we have to consciously evolve by engaging in practices that enhance our body, mind, and soul. We could default to sense gratification and control our ego, but um, that may not lead us to the best place. So she's developing interactive workshops. Her book is Evolutionary Wellness, and her clients are having a tremendous response to what she has created in their personal and professional lives, and that's pretty exciting. So, again, I want to just make sure that you understand Suzanne Ross is the guest for the next two weeks, and she will also open up about her own personal divine intervention, her own story, and what created this. So, we have a lot to do on this show. We really, really do. I am going to be reading answers, as I said, and I I want to share so much with you. I talked about a three-prong approach, or I'm not sure I've named that, but I talked about offering you an approach. To handling anger in the world. And so I'm going to be introducing that to you as well. I created it. Lindsay's three-pronged approach. I created it, I use it, and I evangelize it to many who now use it. So I am really thrilled to have you have the opportunity to understand how to be with anger, how to handle it, and most of all, hold on to your power. There's no reason you have to be a victim, and I can help you with the way to see this and an actual practical tool that you can walk away from this show today and use in the world. It's legitimate, and I think you'll find it pretty exciting to see how it works. My clients kind of leave saying, I can't wait to test this. This looks kind of fun. (laughs) If it really works, it'll be really fun. So, you know, angry is not a funny thing, but there's some interesting ways to deal with some of this and I think you're going to find it interesting in what I have to share with you. We are heading off to break soon so I don't want to go into it just yet but I want you to know it awaits you the three-pronged approach and I will have certainly as I mentioned Lindsay Live Secret one and two at the end of the show but For now, we'll head off to break. This is Lindsay Levinson. I am your host. We're on Illuminating Now, Lindsay's Life Secrets. And we're on the Variety Channel at voiceamerica.com. 
And I, again, ask you, as we head to these breaks, if you wouldn't mind popping over to Illuminating Now on Facebook and uh, liking the page, taking a look at the page, and following us on Twitter as well. In the meantime, we're going to take a break. And please, I ask you to stay tuned. I think you'll enjoy it. We'll be right back. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com In today's society, there is just too much competition. Women are taking on the same roles as men. They're working side by side, competing for the same positions. What is happening? This is transferring to how men and women feel about each other and relationships. We're delaying marriages or not even getting married at all. It's time to go back to basics. Listen for this groundbreaking show with host Naftali Schwartz. But it's not really that groundbreaking. It's just a new way of looking at things. Tune in Wednesdays at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Variety. Step into the doorway to conscious choice, greater health, and well-being. Attain the balance that you've been seeking. Tune in and turn on 1111 Talk Radio. Feed the mind. Embrace positively. Release the tension. Step out of fear. Host Simran Singh will help you broaden your mind and open your heart toward a greater understanding of how to take charge of your life. 1111 Talk Radio is here every Thursday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 4 p.m. Pacific Time on 7th Wave Network. 1111 Talk Radio. Because shift happens. If you hear a dog barking or an angel singing, then you know that you are listening to Waking Up in America. Heard every Wednesday at 3 Pacific Time, Valerie Kirkard and all of her friends will bring you powerful and humorous discussions that raise thoughts and give you insight on how to live your life to its fullest potential. Adventure is always a must on Waking Up in America with Valerie Kirkard every Wednesday at 3 Pacific. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com You are tuned in to Illuminating Now, Lindsay's Life Secrets. To connect with Lindsay or her guest, please call in to the show at 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to lindsay244 at sbcglobal.net. That's L-I-N-Z-I-244 at sbcglobal.net. Now, back to Illuminating Now. Hi, we are back. Thanks. This is Lindsay Levinson. I am your host, Illuminating Now, Lindsay's Life Secrets on Voice America, the Variety Channel. So thanks for tuning back in. I'm going to start off with a quote. And this was written by William Blake. Forgiveness is a choice. We choose to change our thoughts, beliefs, and ideas about a situation or person. We must decide to let go of the negative emotions that that experience evokes. Through forgiveness, we can reclaim personal peace and tranquility. Though the memories may still hurt, we refuse to let them dominate us. I love that quote. And you know what? Eleanor Roosevelt said, no one can make you feel inferior without your consent. 
How interesting is that? I love that. Without your consent. Let's start talking about reading some of these answers. And I, I think that they are all very precious, honestly. Ron Sidwell said, as long as you withhold forgiveness, you will be controlled by the circumstances. Nevertheless, there must be a grieving over the betrayal before healing can take place. And ultimately, forgiveness is necessary. Ron Sidwell, you make very much sense to me. I think that the healing is the key word you use there. And I think that many of us don't understand that the forgiveness has got a lot to do with us healing ourselves. Chris Manning was insightful, and he offered some depth here. He said, forgiveness is one of the most important faculties that we as humans possess. Everyone makes mistakes, and they are not always intentional. Listening and learning is what he said. Learning to be a better person requires forgiveness. He went on to say, so I guess the answer would be yes. Remember, this was a question about infidelity, forgiveness. So he said, yes, it is important to weigh the good and bad in a relationship over time. If there is more good than in the relationship than there is bad, it may be worth fighting for. However, it is important to understand the cause of why the cheating occurred, to be able to forgive and understand the need that was fulfilled in the manner from which your partner, as something simple, may have just been missing from your relationship. And that actually was similar to what Gary Loper wrote last week when I read his answer. You know, he talked about inquiring into it, taking a look. Why did this happen? Whose needs were getting met or not? And does the relationship go on based on what you find out? So I think that's valuable. Ivor Kellogg said, it's a complex question. He says, yes, I absolutely could, meaning forgive. Then he says, no, I definitely couldn't. He says, it depends on the depth of the relationship. Do both sides want to make an effort? Is the pain too deep to be able to forgive? So that's so true. You know, you really, once again, have to look at the context, the relationships, who's willing to, what happened. Are people coming to truth or is there still a lot of avoidance? These are key things. But I'm going to still address forgiveness as a separate issue because I want you to understand forgiving is for you. It's we are mistaken when we think we can forgive someone else or, you know, we're not going to forgive them. We're going to hold that back where that does not serve us. Doug Wolfgram, I just want to read that what he said is, I'm not sure and I'd prefer not to think about it until it happens. And I think that is very fair. And I think it's our society. This is not easy stuff to think about. And we would prefer not to if we could help it. I want to read that Sonia Meyer says, I may forgive, and she puts in capitals, but never forget. And I wanted to read a few quotes from the forgiveness book that go with that kind of, because I think it's important. One is, the past is dead, forget it. The future doesn't exist, don't worry. Today is here, use it. That was an anonymous quote. Confucius said, to be wronged is nothing unless you continue to remember it. So how interesting is that? So I don't think we can really forget things. I mean, I'm not here to say, if it happened, just forget it, people. But if we hold it on, you know, hold on to it as if it's a deep story and it becomes our, our identity, I forgave that person, but boy, do you want to hear the story of what they did to me? You know, I'm not sure we're helping ourselves that much. And it sounds like Confucius agrees, or maybe I agree, I agree with Confucius. To carry, this is another quote, to carry a grudge, I love this quote, to carry a grudge is like being stung to death by one bee. That was by Will, William H. Walton. 
And I will say, relating to Sonia, it says, forgive your enemies, but never forget their names. That's John Fitzgerald Kennedy. So I think that that's pretty important, pretty relevant. There's different ways to handle this. We all have to consider what it means to us. James Meyer says, no, I don't think I could. I'm an honest person, and I expect and require the same honesty back. For sure, I have deep-rooted trust and bonding issues. So as easy as it is to say, forgive and forget, I don't think I could stay in the relationship. I think walking away would be the only way to have some chance of forgetting and maybe forgiving. So good for James Meyer knowing who he is and what he can and can't do and having those boundaries. It's critical. Tom Mack said, forgive and move on. Keep your own side of the street clean. And while I write a lot of you back on Facebook, I wrote him and said, take your power and use it healthy in healthy ways, which is what I perceived him to say. Well, only you have the power to do what's going to happen next. And so maybe you should be focused on that. I wanted to read what Barb Ramsey wrote because she wrote simply, I would be devastated. I wrote her back on Facebook and I said, yes, devastation is usually part of what happens. Pain is where growth happens, though. Barb did write back and say, so you advocate cheating as a way to grow your relationship? She said, I really don't think I could go any further in that relationship under those circumstances. I want to say no, Barb. I'm I'm not advocating that we should all go cheat and stir up trouble because we'll be in pain and then we'll grow. You know, that's not what I'm saying. And I'm not making light of this because she asks a very fair question to my answer. Just that no matter what our, here's a Lindsayism for you. Greatest moment of pain is your greatest moment of growth. Why? Because we can't innately stay in pain. We just can't. We're not wired that way. So we have to make a decision at a fork in the road when we're in pain. Should we go right? Should we go left? If we go to the right, we maybe did the right thing and we say, right on, this is working. I did it. I chose something great. Look what I just learned. If we go, let's say, to the left and it's wrong, we say, oh my God, I'm in a worse position than I was before. This was not the right way to go. I need to flip it up, switch it back, and head a different direction. Both of those A lot of growth, a lot of action, and a lot of learning. Why? Because pain somehow catapulted us into it. Mary Auda said, sometimes the pain is a catalyst for moving the relationship into the next level. Sometimes the pain moves you away from the relationship as that is what needs to happen. And other times it creates a new level of a new level once loss is transformed. Either way, forgiveness is a pathway to freedom. And she said, and she's not talking to freedom from the relationship, just inner freedom. So that's, that's really deep. And, and I, once again, just can't give you guys enough props for what you're pulling out as your wisdom here. It's fantastic. Executive Joy says forgiveness is a key to any relationship. Holding on to the hate and bitterness isn't going to help anyone, especially you. By forgiving, you let go of that negative energy to create something better in the future. And one of the quotes from the book I have says, true forgiveness is a self-healing process which starts with you and gradually extends to everyone else. And that's by Robert Holden. So I think that's very valuable as well to, to hear what Executive Joy said and to apply that quote. Moises Lopez said, I would forgive, but I could no longer continue the relationship Forgiving someone means releasing your feelings of resentment, not that your trust is restored. That is a great delineation, Moises. 
I have a quote from my book. It is by John Van Gogh, and it says, The man with insight to admit his limitations is nearest to perfection. So another Lindsayism I have is if you think you're perfect or you're positive you're perfect, probably no great reason to wake up tomorrow. You're done. <laughs> so I just want to say where Moises is able to delineate, I have limitations. And while I, you know, could potentially forgive, you might release the resentment in that situation. It does not mean that your truth is restored. And that's very valuable. You know, Gary Brewer had an answer that I don't know why it struck me so hard. I loved it. It says, well, so Gary Brewer says, it is real simple, everyone. The definition of a perfect marriage, relationship, friendship is the union of two forgivers. So I think that that is fabulous. I'm going to say it again. It's real simple, everyone. The definition of perfect marriage, relationship, and friendship is the union of two forgivers. How great is that to be thinking in terms of that? Liz Hall wrote something very profound. She said, not forgiving hurts you. So forgive and focus on giving unconditional love so the other person will also. It's not going to be easy, and there will be a period of mourning, which will transition to acceptance. And this takes different amounts of time for each person in the relationship. Love will continue to grow along with trust over the years. Following this, and a quote that I have from my book, and this is by Buddha, is holding on to anger is like grasping a hot coal with the intent of throwing it at someone else. You're the only one who really gets burned. So I thought that was very applicable to Liz Hall's quote and both of those very poignant. That's true. You're waiting to throw this hot, dirty, rotten coal. It's going to really take that other person down. And while you wait and wait and wait for the right time, the right place, the right date, the right circumstance, you burn your hand to a crisp. Like, what a good visual, really, because forgiveness makes us sick. Matthew Henry said forgiving is moving on. And I'm going to go ahead and say that's you know, a very valid point. And the quote, it's an anonymous one from my forgiveness book says, discretion is the ability to raise your eyebrow instead of your voice. So we have some choices here, right? With forgiveness and with what all this is. And a lot of you listeners are extremely wise with what you're offering up in talking about health and holding on to it. And I'm going to talk more about forgiveness. We do have the thread of the angry question. What do you do with anger? So we certainly will talk about that as well. And then I'm going to talk to you with some data. We're going to read some more answers from the folks who answer that anger question. I'm going to talk about causes, ramifications. I told you I have a tool for you and I'm going to give it to you. So we've got a lot going on, a lot to come and... I really want you to stay tuned because the best stuff is coming up and it's good stuff. Please check out Facebook at Illuminating Now. Please check out Twitter at at sign Illuminating Now. Like our page, follow us. I'm going to keep pitching that today. And we're off to break. We'll be right back. I'm Lindsay Levinson, your host here at Illuminating Now, Lindsay's Life Secrets. Stay tuned. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, 
VoiceAmerica.com. Do you need directions to solid financial future? If so, the Money Answer Show with Jordan Goodman will provide you with a roadmap to making smart money decisions in every area of your personal finances. Join Jordan every Monday at 12 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, 3 p.m. Eastern for the Money Answer Show on the Voice America Business Channel. Learn how and where to get the best deals on mortgages, cars, and insurance. Find out the best ways to save for college and retirement. Get out of debt, improve your credit rating, and save on your taxes. The Money Answer Show with Jordan Goodman will provide you with great tips on investment opportunities in real estate, stocks, annuities, and other investment vehicles. That's the Money Answer Show with Jordan Goodman on the Voice America Business Channel every Monday at 12 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Being here with Ariel and Shia Kane is an ordinary person's guide to modern-day enlightenment. This show is an exciting exploration which opens the door to living in the moment. Don't miss being here. Tune in every Wednesday at 9 a.m. Pacific, 12 noon Eastern with Ariel and Shia Kane right here on the 7th Wave Network. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com You are tuned in to Illuminating Now, Lindsay's Life Secrets. To connect with Lindsay or her guest, please call in to the show at 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to lindsay244 at sbcglobal.net. That's L-I-N-Z-I-244 at sbcglobal.net. Now, back to Illuminating Now. Hi, I'm Lindsay Levinson. Welcome back to Illuminating Now, Lindsay's Life Secrets on voiceamerica.com. We're on the Variety Channel. So we've been talking about forgiveness and sharing a lot of wisdom amongst the folks who contributed to the Facebook thread. And I hope that if you are on the Facebook thread but you're not a listener yet, I hope you'll pick some shows and see what they're about because the shows are deep and they are thought-provoking and we certainly have integrated the folks on Facebook into the shows in the last weeks and maybe even months. So it's exciting to listen to what goes on that we can all kind of connect. I wanted to read you a couple more quotes. We're going to move into anger, and I want to talk about what people's answers were. But in this book, Leo Rostin says, I learned, and this is from, this is a book quote, as opposed to the names I'm reading for, you know, answers from Facebook. I learned that it is the weak who are cruel, and that gentleness is to be expected only from the strong. I love that quote, and I think that the reason is that that applies also in the working world. You know, people who walk around saying you're going to lose your job and you're going to lose your, you know, privileges and you're not getting your bonus and quit talking at work. And and the the job is just an example. There's certainly many other places people shift around and control with, you know, with a lot of power. But people that are doing that, I want you to know, are usually insecure, They don't feel very powerful, so they make sure and yell all the time, every chance they get, how powerful they are and what they can do to you. It is the strongest, most powerful people who really have it together who don't have a need to tell you why you're at risk because they could do something bad to you. You know, it's almost like a bully syndrome. So it is the gentle and the calm that are really the strongest because they know they have power, but 
They have no intention on making anyone feel less than because of it. There's another quote here. It's a Chinese proverb, and it says, if you are patient in one moment of anger, you will escape a hundred days of sorrow. Again, I really can't tell you how. I've been reading these for years, and I read them, as I said to my clients, and some of them are so moving to me. So I'm going to say again, if you are patient in one moment of anger, you will escape a hundred days of sorrow. So that's pretty profound. And, you know, I want to be able to read to you answers from the folks that gave answers regarding anger. And then we're going to talk and make some sense of some things as well, while I also give you my approach. Todd Hirschberg, he said, it depends on the type of anger. And this is what would you do? The question was, you know, would you do anything about it if you saw anger or you experienced it? And sometimes it was with regard to if you saw it for the elderly or children, but do you feel the need to jump in and do something? Should you be quiet? So his answer was, it depends on the type of anger. It is possible to be angry without being aggressive. And I think that is a great answer. And Chris Manning said, I agree with Todd Hirschberg. You, you can be angry and not be aggressive. So that's great. James Wershing said, if directed at myself, I tend to give a hopefully mild version, verbal response and then withdraw from the situation. If directed at children or the elderly, I'd attempt to extricate them from the situation. And if the aggressor is belligerent, I would not hesitate to call 911 and or demonstrate lethal force if harm was threatened. So thanks for that, James. That's a deep answer. You're covering a lot of bases there. And I think that's good that you're really thought out in how you would handle these different types of anger that could present. Ron Sidwell was vulnerable, I thought, in answering this because he said this hits close to home. As a recovering anger mismanagement guy, I'd like to mention that from the angry person's perspective, when the outburst is avoided or ignored, it only feeds the justification for the anger. In the warped mind of the person being angry, it seems as though that's the only way to have feelings responded to. So the more it's ignored, the more necessary it becomes. The best response, I'd say, is to not buy into the anger. Remain composed and tell the angry person to go outside and come back when they can behave in a civil manner. The, he, he says the rare times that that happened to him, he felt compelled and he did comply because he felt assured that his issue would be dealt with if he did meet the parameters of the people asking for that safety. So very important. And John Edward Lawson answered something that I thought was important. He says, I don't engage people in the grip of anger, either my own or theirs. Very good point in the grip of anger. He said, the only expectation to this is if a child is bearing the brunt of unreasonable or unreasoning anger. There's a need to teach boundaries and consequences, but beyond you are teaching children to lash out at people needlessly if you do that in the future. So thank you for that. Dan Steffel said the simple answer is yes, but his, his response, he said, would depend on the level of anger that the person was displaying. So that's true. It is perspective. And Ivor Kellogg, as we had mentioned before, he answered on this one, yes, he would intervene. He, he has stepped between people and stopped physical fights as well as acted as a mediator in aggressive word exchanges. It depends on either how threatened he is physically or whether people are going to listen. 
he will or won't confront them. He says, it depends how much they're behaving and if I choose to mirror them or shock them into listening. I apply this to whoever the excessive anger is directed at. So I think you can see these are all really valuable. Executive Joy said, someone demonstrating anger has a deeper root problem. I would work to figure out how to take care and to take that negative energy release, forgive, and move forward from there. So, you know, one of the, one of the quotes from the book that I have by Henry Longfellow, Henry Wadsworth Longfellow said, if we could read the secret history of our enemies, we should find in each person's life sorrow, suffering, and enough sorrow and suffering to disarm all hostility. So what that's really saying is angry people, as I've mentioned, deal with a lot of, well, what these people are saying, and I'll go on to tell you, is angry people are usually sad people. They're dealing with things. It's not, again, our innate way to be angry in the world. We don't want to be mad and mean And so when someone is doing that, then that's something to really consider about having some compassion for that person and understanding that there's something, something worse going on. And I have a quote, this is from Mind Body Green, and Courtney Prosser says, suppress your fire and mute your power as a human being If you do that, you may make yourself unwell and unhappy. At the core of much unhappiness, cancers, inflammatory responses, and autoimmune diseases is suppressed anger that has not been released. So I am in agreement with that. There's a way to speak truth and say what's right, but to suppress and just be quiet because you're afraid of anger. You're afraid what it will do. Quite often it can make you sick. She says, anger alerts us to what bothers us. So express with honesty how you feel about an angering situation. A great way to do this is your own feelings. She says, speak in terms of your passion. So that's really key because anger is a very big energy, but it could be passion and you could shift it. And so she says, speak in terms of your passion. Let the person know what's important to you rather than attacking what the object of your anger has done or said. And practice mastering the fine balance between aggressive, assertive, and passive communication. And she says to give yourself room for error. So I think that, you know, and I know that one of the things we probably hear a lot in life is to stop. If you feel angry and you're angry at someone and you're going to take it out on someone, then the first thing you should do is I mean, some people have a technique like counting back from 10. or, But no matter what, stop and process what that anger is for just a moment. When we do things in reaction in an angry place, which is a volatile emotional state, we can get ourselves into some pretty big trouble. So you can use this energy to, to change your relationships or to change the issues in your life that aren't working out. And you can... Use acceptance and you can be mature and use love and honesty and, and work with wellness and health and the ways that you want to live by taking the energy that comes from anger, whether it's in you and you're, you know, want to put it out there, it's coming at you. You, you take this and 
are you're able to you know put it in the world as a more positive passion, which can create far better results. So I wanted to I wanted to read you that. You're solely responsible for the energy that you feel. You know you need to be aware of that. Anger comes from how you perceive things, and you can change your mind how you perceive something. So no matter what it is, if you can change your mind and perceive it differently, it may be leading you to a better place. Um, in Psychology Today, Dr. Stephen Diamond, PhD, said anger is an existential given, an archetypal human emotion. He said chronic repression and suppression of anger is counterproductive and it ultimately becomes futile and dangerous. He said this is why we, as a culture, need to encourage the acceptance of anger as a natural phenomenon and teach our children and adolescents and young adults how to manage and express it more constructively. So again, a lot of this sounds easy. I mean, you know, easy to read it. We need to accept anger and we need to just try to, you know, make it work and, and, and teach other people to be constructive with it. And, but when you're, you know, again, really mad or someone's being mean to you, then that doesn't seem as simple, does it? So that's why I am going to talk to you further about a four, uh, excuse me, a three-prong approach, but I also have some more things to tell you because I'm thinking of my, my Lindsay Life Secrets as well because it all plays out into a way that you end up with empowerment right away when you're talking to folks who have a lot of anger on their mind. So I, as as we get to the close of the show, there's going to be a lot of good stuff because that's the key where I'm going to give you the secrets. I'm going to tell you the approach. I'm going to give you some examples, maybe role play out a little bit. But there's a way that you can own the situation even when it comes to you. And those are the examples I'm kind of going to give you because that's what we face. I face a lot of clients who come in and someone's being mean to them. You know, their boss or their partner or their child or their friend or their neighbor or whatever. There's somebody being mean to them and they just get stifled. Or maybe you need to break up with someone or, you know, but you you don't know what's going to happen. So I want to say that after the break, we're going to get into, again, some of the role plays of what that might look like and how you can feel empowered when all is said and done with that. So... This is Lindsay Levinson. We are going to go to break. We're at Illuminating Now, Lindsay's Life Secrets. And we're on voiceamerica.com. And, of course, this is the Variety Channel. So as we head off to break, I said I was going to keep pushing you. So can you go to Facebook? It's Illuminating Now, all one word. And like us, check us out, see what's going on there with the threads. Go to Twitter and, of course, Quality for Life Coaching. I'd be glad, qualityforlifecoaching.com. I'd be glad to talk to you and work with you on anything. We will be right back from break. Thanks for tuning in so far. We're on the very last run here, so stay tuned. The really good stuff is about to come up next. Stay tuned. Stimulating talk it gets those synapses in the brain inspired really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com We all want peace. We all desire a more meaningful life. We work hard to achieve these things, but at what avail? The key is authentic living with Andrea Matthews. 
Andrea will interview some of the great spiritual experts of today and will provide wisdom to help you raise your consciousness to the level of your own I am. Your authenticity can give you miraculous gifts, but you have to know how to get there. Listen for Authentic Living with Andrea Matthews. Heard live every Wednesday afternoon at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the 7th Wave Network. Are you a single parent trying to create the balance between home life and work life? You may be running a successful business, but how are your relationships with your family and children? If you're one of the thousands of people trying to juggle it all, tune in to Straight Up with Chris. Real talk on business and parenthood, hosted by Chris FSU. Chris is the portrait of the success story. Coming to the U.S. with no language skills, founding and growing several businesses, while raising his daughter from age 7 to adulthood as a single dad. Listen every Thursday at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific on Voice America Variety. Talk, talk, talk. That's all we do is talk. If you'd like to talk, call us toll-free right now at 1-866-472-5787. That's it. That's it. VoiceAmerica.com. Are tuned in to Illuminating Now, Lindsay's Life Secrets. To connect with Lindsay or her guest, please call in to the show at 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to lindsay244 at sbcglobal.net. That's l-i-n-z-i-244 at sbcglobal.net. Now, back to Illuminating Now. Hi, this is Lindsay Levinson, your host at Illuminating Now, Lindsay's Life Secrets. And we've arrived. It's time to talk about an actual tactical tool that you can use. So what I call my three-pronged approach to anger, and it will include something else that's another Lindsayism. I call them my unbreakable words. Okay, so my three-pronged three-pronged approach to anger is this. I'm, I'm going to give you some role plays in the sense of you're in a business meeting or maybe you're just in a restaurant or maybe you're dealing with something with your child wants to go to a party or some choice that your partner might be making you're not happy with at all. Maybe even to the extent of, like I said, having a breakup. Three prongs is that you start with a positive a validation, and I'm going to explain all this, so it may sound a little strange at first, but so no matter what somebody negative says to you, somebody comes at you, so let's go with the child wanting to go to a party. So they're like, you know, I have to go to this party. It's totally important. I need to go. Whether they asked you nicely or not, you're at a point where it's escalated and they say, I have to go. And you always start with a positive where you say things like, that makes total sense. I can see your point. If I were you, I would ask the same thing. From where you stand, I I can see clearly why you want that. So you're never lying when you say that makes sense or you're totally right. You say something like you're totally right from the shoes that you're standing in or that makes total sense from the way that you're looking at it or I totally get you. If I was your age, I'd ask the same thing. That's prong one. The next one is, so I go positive, negative, positive. 
The negative is your point. It's what you're going to be doing about it. But you don't draw a lot of attention. So it's not, I, you know, I totally get where you're coming from, but you are not going to that party. You will not be going. I'm your parent. I said, you don't turn it into something negative. Your point almost becomes a side note of the conversation. And this is how you're diffusing anger. So you're saying, I totally get why you want to go. If I was your age, I would ask too. I mean, you're not going to the party. And one of my key Lindsayisms is also, I love you too much. I love you too much as a child. I love you too much as a partner. Or, you know, I care too much about you as a boss. That you're, whatever it is. So in this case, it would be, I totally get it. I see why you want to go. You know what? If I was you, I'd ask too. Um, you know, you're not going to be able to go. Ethically, I couldn't let you go and feel good about it. I love you too much. So I have to say no to that. But I get completely why you want to go. And I totally see why this is important to you. So you started with a positive, you inserted, you're not going, you're not going, I love you too much, I would never let you go to that, that would really put you at risk, but I really appreciate you asking and I can see that you're in a lot of pain, I I think I'd be in pain too if I were you. So you might be at a business meeting and your colleague says, do not bring that extra piece of information in to show anybody. And, you know, your answer is, I totally know what you mean, that makes so much sense. I mean, from where you're sitting, I can see why that wouldn't be the right thing to do. Now, my unbreakable words are words like integrity, truth, health, ethics, wellness. So your answer is, I totally see why you don't want me to bring that information in. It makes good sense. I can see that from where you're sitting. Uh, To maintain my own truth, I'm going to need to bring it in. But I really understand why you asked that of me, and I can see that's upsetting. To maintain my own health, I'm unable to do what you're asking me to do. But I can see why you asked me to do it. You know, thank you for asking me to do it. I can see that made a lot of sense. I can't do that because it would compromise my wellness. But, um, you know, your asking makes a lot of sense to me because I can see it from your side. Why I call them unbreakable words are integrity, truth, health, ethics, wellness, and maybe other words you're thinking of. They're words somebody can't break through. If you say you can't go to that party because I think they'll be drinking, then someone's going to tell you there won't be any drinking. There'll be no parents. A parent's coming home. You know, if you, I always tell my clients, get away from the content, the data, and the material. Nobody cares. Everyone has a fight, and you'll stay in a fight with someone. But if you say, I see your point, my health, my truth, my integrity, my ethics won't allow me to do that. So... That's the three-prong approach, and I really want you to try it because it works. So I said, you know, it could be your child. It could be you said, hey, you know, even if you're breaking up, I'm, I need to break up with you. You know, they're fighting with you. saying, I can see why this is terribly upsetting. I can see why this is not what you want for my health. I must maintain my decision here, but I do feel your pain, and I am sorry that you're being caused pain. You're at a restaurant, you know, I do understand why you're saying I can't have that discount. Now, I mean, I need the discount and I'm going to expect to get it because I did bring in the coupon that talked about it. But I can see why, you know, you had an issue with it because I didn't show it till after dinner. So you're using those unbreakable words. People who are angry, so I want to tell you these things. People who are angry are sad. Do you believe me? They're sad. And so if you can understand that, you know, you can look at them with more compassion and treat it a little bit differently. Anger does not help, you know, giving anger back to someone who's angry. And when I talk about that approach that I said three-prong, you're really being nice. You're saying, I totally get where you're coming from. I can't do it that way to stay with my own truth, but I see what you mean. Good point you just made there. So can, can you see how that's a win-win for you? You're staying nice. You're keeping calm. 
you have a clean energy and they are totally confused because you're staying really nice. They, they're looking for the fight that's supposed to be there, but there isn't a fight because you keep saying they're right. You're totally right. I'm not going to do it that way because it wouldn't be right for me, but you're right. So that gives you empowerment immediately because you've confused them. If they bring it up once, twice, and three times and you keep on using your technique, then you say, you know, it seems like there's an argument going on here. And it's kind of funny to me because I'm not arguing with you. I actually see your point. I think you're totally right from where you sit. I can't do it because it doesn't work with my truth and integrity, but no one's arguing. You're kind of arguing with yourself. So I think that that's really important that you, you understand that. Rather than ever be a victim, your own perspective and power can change that. And you need to take responsibility and use your life for joy. And give it every chance you can. Have compassion for angry people. They're hurting. And feel blessed that you can own the power to be forgiving. You can own the power to care about somebody, not to judge them, maybe to contribute something good. You can create your own self-health. And ironically, how funny would that be that your self-health and empowerment came because it was inspired by someone else's anger? I want to tell you that I read a book quote that said resentment, the opposite of forgiveness, has been called the poisonous enemy, excuse me, the poisonous emotion. It has even been said that 80% of physical illnesses come from unresolved resentments. So, Lindsay Life Secret 1, forgiveness is the gift you give yourself. Every moment and every energetic molecule that you dedicate to the angry cause creates a moment stolen from your own life. And furthermore, it gets dedicated to the one causing you the anger in the first place. And Lindsay Life's secret number two, anger is toxic. Look it up. Look it up. Google it anywhere you want. It's toxic. So if you're walking with it, you're making your own self sick. You have the power to make choices how to share energy. And you have the ability and the wisdom to shift energy. So anger is passion. But you can make it come around with a positive outcome. That's why you're on the planet, for goodness sakes. We want to contribute some positive. So take your power, but step into your passion and create the positive. That's what's really key for me to say here. Today, we've dug into the issues of anger. We've dug into forgiveness. I thank you all for creating the, the people's voice today. That's our show, the people's voice. It was your collective wisdom that got us here. I want to remind all of you, as I mentioned, next week, Suzanne Ross, author of Evolutionary Wellness. She will be on as part of a two-part series that will really, really be inspiring. You have to hear her talk. You have to listen to her story. It's, it's pretty good stuff, and I think that you will want to. I continue to say each show that I know you're busy. I know life is crazy. I know making choices to even listen to the radio, let alone what station you choose It's all up to you, and I continue to see you growing and growing as a listener base for Illuminating Now. So with all my heart, I offer gratitude for that choice. And this is Lindsay Levinson. I am your host. We're at Illuminating Now, Lindsay's Life Secrets, and we will be back next week, May 14th, with Suzanne Ross, and I hope today you enjoyed the show. Have a fabulous week, guys. Thanks so much. for joining us for Illuminating Now, Lindsay's Life Secrets. Please join Lindsay Levinson again next Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, noon Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have a terrific week. 